I'm Beverly, your bougie traveler babe. And I'm Arelli, your hype travel sis. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Travel, travel Girls, Girls podcast. podcast. This is your first class pass on this journey. So get comfortable and invite a friend. Welcome to season two of the Travel Girls podcast. We're so excited to begin this new season. We have so many things in store for all our listeners. And we really just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's been there from day one. If you join along the way, wherever you find yourself, thank you, thank you, thank you. You can always email us questions at the travel girls podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at the travel girls podcast. For today's episode, we are going to cover the essentials of what you need to know before taking a cruise. We've invited Devin, a slow traveler, to share her cruise experiences with our travel fam. Hi, Devin. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome and thanks for being a guest on our show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So I've had a cruise on my bucket list for the longest I'm really pumped to hear from you on this topic, but real quick before we dive into cruising, can you take us back to how traveling first became a part of your lifestyle? Ooh, that's a good question. So um, my cruise that I took actually took place far before like travel was a thing, like a thing for me, right? Um, but travel more proactively began about late 2017. Um, I was just at this point in my life where I wanted to go. Like I didn't have an end goal. I didn't have like a destination in mind. I was like, I just want to go somewhere. And mostly just to say that I could go somewhere. Um, and so I was at this like sort of split in my life where I was like a young professional, still sort of in school, you know, early in my professional career that like I was winging like every little holiday, every little PTO, like I would be in the red for PTO um, just because I was so early in my career. And like, frankly, just wasn't so hyper-focused on growth there. I was more focused on like my own personal development. So it really just started there. I just had the time and I, the first place I went was Iceland as like a layover to go to the Netherlands. Um, and so really from there, it just sort of ripple effect. I think especially traveling to and spending a lot of time in Europe, travel for them is different than it is for most Americans. Like people would say like, oh, I'm going to go to Germany for the weekend or things like that. And a lot of it is because one of proximity, it's just, you could drive from wherever you are, but also affordability because of that proximity. So I was just exposed to a lifestyle of people who just had more like time freedom as well as travel freedom. And I was like, yeah, I want that. And the rest was history. That's great, Devin. Thanks for sharing a little bit of your background with us. So we are going to dive into the first question. So can you tell us where was your first cruise trip and a little bit about your experience? Yeah, so my first cruise, I was maybe a freshman in college and I went with my boyfriend at the time. Um, he actually like did all the planning, all the things. Um, and I kind of just like showed up 
um, with my little bags and it was cool. Um, and so we went to the Bahamas. I think Nassau is like the port that we went into out of probably Miami or Fort Lauderdale, one of those two. Um, yeah, that's where we went. Looking back, can you remember what are some of the essentials you packed on that trip? And if you didn't pack the essentials thinking about it now, what would if, what would you pack now if you were going on a cruise trip? Yeah, cruises are interesting because it's with most travel, you think about like your essentials as far as like toiletries and like clothing items. Cruises are like all these people in a little, and it's a big space, but it's a confined space. So like, it sounds funny, but to be real, I would probably take like more vitamin C, like cleanliness stuff, because now having the foresight of like living in a pandemic, I'm like, that's gross. Just being around that many people and like in a, in a space where you can't really leave. And it's a lot of like buffet style things, a lot of high touch traffic areas. Um, so I think I would just bring more things to just be mindful of my health. And I say that again, because we're going, we're porting to these places that these communities depend on tourism. These are um, marginalized folks a lot of times who like have to work in tourism to make livings for themselves. So in order to be like a responsible traveler, it's just being mindful of like how safe and healthy am I before I get to where I'm going. Thank you. That's very uh, essential. And those are important things to really consider when traveling. So Devin, how many cruises have you been on so far? And do you have plans for more? Yeah, so that was my one and only cruise. Um, and I say only because I don't have a desire to go on them ever again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they're lovely for perhaps families with small children or older folks who kind of just need um, things more structured and planned. But as far as travel goes for me, one, I prefer travel to colder climates. Um, and I also prefer travel that's like a little bit more on my own terms. With a cruise, your time is so limited because once that boat leaves, the boat is gone. <laughs> like if you miss the boat, you miss the boat. Um, and so I just didn't really care for like the time constraints. Um, it is also very weird being stationary on something that is constantly moving. I do have a follow-up question for your the trip that you took to Bahamas. Um, did you experience motion sickness or anything like that? Yeah, um, I definitely was a little queasy. It was just kind of, you have to find your bearing. Like once you get used to it, you're used to it. But the first time you're kind of like standing there and you're like, whoa, I'm rocking back and forth. Um, mm -hmm. I would say it was very similar to experience more recently. In November, I went to Tulum and I actually stayed like right on the beach. And I think mm -hmm. everybody's like, oh, the beach is so lovely. Y'all ain't seen the beach at night wait till that moon comes out <laughs> the moon comes out and the waves are hitting it's not as like beautiful and luxurious and so I think cruises kind of have like this like the light side but the light side but then like also like the dark side of cruises and I think like the motion and like getting used to it is like the dark side mm. wow you know I've never considered that I haven't seen the beach at night even though I grew up in the uh on the coast off the coast of the Atlantic Ocean 
I bet that's really beautiful. Now I'm looking forward to like, okay, I need to go check that out at night. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm it's like loud. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like if you're by yourself, it's probably scary. <laughs> <laughs> definitely was <laughs> so Devin for the cruises or for the cruise that you've been on were you just on the vessel the whole time or did you stop at any island yeah so we got off for about it was like a full day so you could say like it's comparable to like an eight hour work day um what they do what I did like I guess I should share some positives one thing I did like about the cruise was unlike you know um normal like air or ground travel uh they most most of the destination travel is at night so like when you go to sleep you're like you know maybe so many miles off the the coast of Miami or Fort Lauderdale but then when you wake up you're in your destination so it feels very you don't feel like you've traveled a lot, but you really have because it just happened when you were sleeping. So that said, um, yeah, we were, um, I think it was in Nassau, Bahamas for about eight hours, um, which was more than enough time because it's, again, it's such a touristy spot. You're getting hit with like those little street vendors, very touristy sort of food and pricing. I remember like specifically, like I had like Godfather's pizza or something random, like very American. And so I didn't feel, and also just as a person who likes to like slow and intentionally travel, I didn't feel that the travel was super meaningful because it was catered towards large Lake Americans coming to this place, looking for a buffet. And I was like, yeah, this ain't (laughs) (laughs) so Devin so let's say you were going to take you just happened to be like you know what I'm gonna give a cruise a second a second chance would you rather go by yourself with a partner family or friends yeah you know I said earlier that I would not ever consider a cruise again now if we just so happen to like win a cruise or it's 50 bucks well if it's 50 bucks I'm not getting on that boat but (laughs) (laughs) if it just so happens to be like a good deal I think I would be more interested in taking like a Disney cruise with my children so that's one of the things there's like a lot of like themed cruises or like cruising through like Alaska like I would just find a cruise that was more niche as opposed to like, let's just hop on this boat out of Florida and go to some Caribbean or coastal place. Um, I would be a little bit more intentional because I think I love Disney, like a Disney cruise would be lit for, you know, like little kids because they have a million things to do and Mm -hmm. I would just niche down. I love that. That's really good. Yeah. So would you consider a Disney cruise the perfect cruise then? I don't know. I mean, cause then I'm like, I could just go to Disney. Like I could just go to, Disneyland, <laughs> you know, um, right. I, I think cruises just appeal to a certain, I don't know what their like target audience is, especially now that we're kind of coming out of the pandemic. I don't know if y'all remember, but like right at the very beginning of the pandemic, there were like cruise ships that like people like could not get off because they had to quarantine on the ship. So now it's just kind of hard for me to even wrap my mind around going on a place that I could potentially be stuck at and like not stuck on like stuck in a country or stuck in a city child you stuck on the Titanic you're stuck on a boat (laughs) it's you know so I think it's just I don't know what the cruise industry even looks like post 2021 um I've I don't know if y'all have even looked into cruises I just have not 
seen anything. And I'm pretty sure they'll probably require vaccinations. Like I think the way that we cruise is inevitably going to change just given that our world has changed too. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, So one last question, Devin, Um, we could kind of get a a feel for what your response will already be, but would you recommend a cruise for a first time traveler? Oh, okay. So let me break this down (laughs) because there's a lot of different first time travelers, right? Like when I first time traveled by myself, I kind of went off like the deep end. Like I was like, YOLO, I'm going across the ocean. I think first time travel for some people could be going to Los Angeles for the first time. It could be a mom with three small children. So I think uh, that question is so good, but I think it always has to be answered like on where you are in your life. If I were to be a first time traveler, like in, in my current world and reality, absolutely not, it's a no for me. Now, if it is, like I said, a young mom or maybe a young family, I think a cruise might be beneficial because you can probably count on, you know, vaccinations being required, like a level of like safety and like confinedness that you don't have to worry about all other things. And there's like checkpoints and stuff. Um, maybe for like the older folks, you know, our 60 plus audience that listens, (laughs) Um, that might be beneficial for you too, because there's lots of accommodations. Um, So it's, it's one of those things. It reminds me of resort travel in a way, um, which is like a whole other topic, but I also don't care for resort resorts because like when I go, like, I want to be, I want to be in it. So I think it just very much depends on what type of first time travel you are. But I think everything appeals to everyone for a different reason. So don't listen to me if it don't apply to you. <laughs> well, thank you for being so open and honest um, with your responses and with your experience. We really appreciate that. And I feel like that can also help someone to really determine, you know what, maybe this is not where I want to go for the first time. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Yes, thanks, Devin. And we want to remind our listeners, no matter where you decide to go for the first time, just make sure you're safe doing your research and having a good time, obviously. Thank you, Devin, for being a guest on our show. But before we let you go, we're going to play a game. So, yes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> the game is called Guess a Destination. Okay. So, here are the rules we'll give you a landmark, and you have to guess the destination. And you have five seconds to guess. <laughs> um, so, we have about one, two, three, four, five, six different destinations. Yes. And, Devin, the last destination is a special bonus we put in for you. <laughs> I hope I don't get it wrong. <laughs> okay, we'll hop right in. So this one's easy. So the Eiffel Tower. Paris, France. Okay, good job. Number two is the Burj Khalifa. Oh, isn't that in India? Child, a clown of myself. <laughs> So five seconds is up. Um, go ahead and tell her where it's at, Bev. The Burj Khalifa is in Dubai. Mm. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one is Chechen Itza. 
don't even is that that's in Mexico that's in Mexico yes it is Mexico I'll let you I'll let you have that one it was after five (laughs) seconds though (laughs) (laughs) the next one is the Great Wall China but I don't know like exactly where China is acceptable okay Mm -hmm. um the Golden Gate Bridge Ain't that in uh, San Francisco? That's the red one, right? Okay. <laughs> yes. And finally, Gory Island. Oh, that's off the coast of Senegal. Yay. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, so, Devin, you got one wrong and you got all the rest right. So, kudos to you. And thank you so much for coming on our show. We really appreciate you sharing your experience. And we hope this conversation has inspired our listeners to take the next step on their cruise or not. (laughs) So thank you, Devin, for coming on our show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you to everyone who's gotten to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. To celebrate our second season, Bev and I have a special announcement. We're hosting a giveaway. So in order to enter our giveaway, please DM us a place on your travel wish list. Messages should be sent to our Travel Girls podcast Instagram to be entered into our $50 airline voucher drawing. On that note, thanks for tuning into our podcast. Hope you enjoy the ride. And until next time, follow your heart and might lead you to an exciting destination. destination.